What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast. Ainsley Bowden here. Dan Rodriguez back for another dose of your gaming goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. We uh, got a. <laughs> we got <laughs> it's only an hour and a half since we started setting yes, up. Yes, we've had some interesting technical issues, as all uh, podcasters run into, so it's been uh, a good time so far. But we've got a hell of a show for you today, actually. A lot to talk about, some really good stuff I'm excited about. So um, let's just kick it off with um, introducing a new Season Gaming member. So, uh, Where's that? <laughs> yeah, not, not on video here. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so a gentleman named Carl Dwyer is going to be writing for the site going forward. His first article is up now, and it's a hell of an article. Uh, it talks about mm-hmm. the history of console gaming, uh, consoles all the way back to the Odyssey up until now. And then gets into the future of streaming and cloud infrastructure, and he brings a wealth of gaming knowledge and uh, tech knowledge as well, as he's kind of in the industry, if you will, on the telecom side. And so, you know, uh, perfect addition to season gaming. He is a season gamer, uh, <laughs> and um, you know, brings something unique that you won't see on uh, a lot of the big outlets. So, welcome to Carl. And uh, please check that out. Please give him a follow on Twitter and uh, expect to see him in the conversation going forward. So with that, uh, we'll move on to our weekly poll. And our weekly poll, this one, was a big one. Uh, it's sitting at like 8,000 votes right now. It kind of got bored. spread all over the place because we were talking about, you know, the early kind of part of 2020 not having too many great games, you know, big releases, right, because things got delayed. But we're coming up to March, and March is where the year really starts to kick off. Thank so, God. <laughs> so our poll was, uh, you know, what big March release are you most anticipating? And, you know, Twitter only gives you four options, so these are the four we threw out there. Between Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Neo 2, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And what's really neat about these four, right, is Doom Eternal's cross-platform, play it on anything, Animal Crossing is Switch, Neo 2 is PlayStation, or is Xbox. So just kind of goodness for everyone, especially if you're a cross-platform gamer like we are. So we thought Doom would run away with this one, and it did a little bit, about 42.8% um, are looking forward to Doom the most. But as this poll got spread out more to our audience, Animal Crossing jumped up there, and I know people are really, really excited for this. I'm not one of them. I, I don't <laughs> I don't get Not me. <laughs> not me. I don't no. get Animal Crossing, but that's fine. That's what, you know, no big deal. So thirty, almost 31% said Animal Crossing. Uh, Ori's coming in third with 17%. And Neo 2, I think, is more of a niche title. Um, yeah. You know, it's just that Soulsborne type of difficult <clears throat> challenge audience that likes that. Um, but at 9%. So no big surprise here, Doom, the, the major release of, of March, I would right, say. Right, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's, that's it's got to kick it off, man, because... It is dry, dry, <laughs> dry, dry, dry right now. Yeah. But um, what what's uh, what are you looking forward to most? Uh, probably Doom, Doom, and then probably the show after that. But you know, we had a so we did have a couple comments from people that picked games that weren't on here. The show was one that showed up. Uh, Persona Five Royal. Yeah. You know, the the updated one is coming. Um, and then some people just said nothing, which I couldn't really believe. But hey, hey. to each their own. Yeah, I mean, it, stay in February then, I guess. It's, it's <laughs> garbage. So hey. It is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on. Hey, Journey to the Savage Planet, was, I'm liking it. It's good. I'm liking it's it. It's good. Um, yeah, for me, it's definitely Doom. Uh, I, I'm, that just runs away with it for me. But Ori is, is way up there, too. I'm a huge 2D platformer guy. We've talked about that at length, and that game is going to be stunning. 
mark my words, it's going to be, it wouldn't surprise me from a rating perspective, like Metacritic, whatever you want, to, if Ori gets a higher score than Doom. Oh yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, I just uh, it's going to be an incredible game. Yeah, people the, have been waiting for it for so long, and it, you know, it's I been, can't believe it's taken this long. Yeah, it's to be del- honest. yeah, it's delayed you know a few times, and it, it's people love the first one, man. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and this one, I played this already. I played it at E three in twenty eighteen, not right. twenty nineteen, yeah, twenty eighteen, and it was already stunning. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous and, and fluid, and his new mechanics you could use. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, do we ever get confirmation if that's coming to Game Pass? Is that? Oh, it's Game Pass. Okay, it's Game Okay, I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and, you know, we'll maybe get into it a little later, but one game that is really going under the radar right now, um, for, maybe it's deserved, I don't know, but it's Bleeding Edge releases in March, too. So it's going to be interesting to see if that can catch some type of audience, but we'll talk a little more about that. Sure. Um... But I'm getting more excited about Neo 2 the more I think about it. I did play the beta. My I liked Neo 1 a lot. Um, I especially like that it takes kind of your Dark Souls formula, the challenge and the way those games work. Everyone knows that. We don't have to explain it. But it mixes it with, like, Diablo loot. So there's tons of loot and variations, which is really cool. Um, the thing that really bothered me about Neo, and I was talking to one of our listeners, uh, Gamer Graham, shout out, Graham, um, that... He felt the same way as me, and that the level design is what ruined Neo because mm-hmm. it's it's just like linear levels that you go through. It's like go play this level, then go play this level, and go play this level. Whereas Dark Souls is a world, and you just explore it. Right, you go wherever you want to go, and you discover things. The sense of mystery and discovery is some of what, in my opinion, makes the Souls games like really top grade. Sure, Neo doesn't have that. Mm. I think I've got Neo because it was free, I think, on PS Plus. Uh, I was at one point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I downloaded it, and I, I've never played it because, obviously, Souls. It's a, it's a hard game. Yeah, it is. It, it's just, I get frustrated. As, you know, you can see, you know, reading my new Journey of the Savage. <laughs> we, we had a couple <laughs> people. In fact, I think Graham, who we're talking about, read your review, and he's like, I like the perspective of the aging gamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, but, yeah, I've just never been good at those kind of games. But I've, I've always liked watching them you know what I mean and I don't like to watch a whole lot of games but games that I'm never going to play that I can't play because of my lack of skill I'm all, I'm all for I'm it you, you should watch RKG shout out to my friends at RKG mm-hmm. they're awesome watch that Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne series they did no, they're so much fun yeah so anyway March is uh, March is looking good and uh, I'm probably going to pick up well Bleeding Edge's Game Pass Ori's Game Pass although I have the Ori Collector's Edition coming it's beautiful and it's only like 40 bucks Nice. It's like a nice packaging soundtrack. Um, Doom, I have the collector's edition coming, which is incredible with the full helmet. Oh, man, I can't wait. And then uh, Neo 2 actually has a cool special edition as well for PS4 um, with a, a nice steel book. And um, I want to say the soundtrack is something else. So I, I may end up just freaking getting them all. Why not? Yeah. There's you, know, a new, you know, get a new Switch, too. I just, There's an Animal yeah. Crossing New Horizons Switch coming, too. Yeah. Oh, that's true, too. And, yeah. then, you know, I read something funny the other day. Um, we didn't even have it on here, but it said something like 40% of Switch Lite owners already have a Switch. Like you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not well, like... I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> it's like yeah. they weren't starting with the the Lite, right? It's yeah. like the Lite was an accompaniment to right. the Switch. Yeah, and now they're giving away... They're not giving away, but they're, they're if you own a Switch and you want to buy a Switch Lite, it's 30% off. Seriously? Yep. Nintendo, oh. that's, a, that's a new program right now. Just started this 30%, week, I think. 30%. So that would bring it down to 140? Bucks. No, it's 30%. I thought they were 200. Oh, they had a true. Yeah, they were right. Yeah, yeah. so 140. That's a hell yeah. of a deal. Well, that's not bad. I might God buy another it. one. I might buy another one. I just built a 
$2,500 PC. Yeah, so, yeah that's well, what I need another more. Switch. Because yeah. I don't play my first one. Maybe I'll play the Lite. Yeah, you never know. I actually play that more than I play my regular Switch. Go figure. Oh my God. Who would have known? <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we did have a, le- a listener question this week as well, which we'll jump into. And the <laughs> no name on this. I, if you're going to send in a listener question, send a name. Even if it's a generic name, just so we can shout it out. Oh, this was you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously I'm not going to say the person's email, but, you know, um, let, let us give you a shout out. So we were going to talk about this anyway, but it, it's a question that they pose. Is So you might have noticed this week Rod Ferguson, who is uh, one of the, f- not founders, but he's one of the key guys to the Gears of War franchise. Him and Cliffy B were kind of around since the beginning. Uh, Rod was the guy who brought it back when Microsoft bought the rights from Epic with Gears 4, Gears 5. He leads the coalition. He is leaving. And this came as a big shock, even especially to like Gears guys like me, right? He is leaving to go to Blizzard uh, to work on Diablo. So he's a really good guy. Um, you know, nothing but good things to say about Rod. Uh, I love Diablo as well, so again, not a bad thing. But the question we got was, is this a bad sign for Xbox Game Studios and or... Gears is a franchise. No. I mean, people, it seems, it seems to be happening a lot more lately. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if this week, like, Corey Balrog, you know, just Barlog went somewhere else, like, <laughs> randomly. You just never know. You it's know? like God of War 2's in good hands, and right. I'm doing something new. Somebody needs to talk to, uh, uh, what's his face? Quick. You know, he looks like he's poaching. Oh, Mike Yabari? Yeah, that's what people Mikey. are saying. Is like, Mike's over there he's picking poaching. people off of Xbox. No, it, it doesn't matter, man. I mean, it's it's... You know, good for him. I mean, it's probably paying a lot more, maybe. Well, I would guess it would be a lot more. Studio, um, I don't know. Yeah, he, don't he's know. making, he, he's not suffering. He's not, no, he's not hurting regardless. <laughs> you know, and that's fine, man. I mean, it, there, I saw some people calling for, like, Cliffy B to come back. I don't. don't. Yeah, don't do that. That's no. craziness. Well, even, he, he, it's funny, he said he, he would be open to, um, God damn, not coming back at Studio Head, right, like consulting Consulting, thank sure. you. Sure. He would be open to that, but I was like, how easily people forget. I don't want to take anything away from Cliffy B because he no, was he's, foundational he's, to Gears, right? He's also an asshole. He, he, he can be a Sorry. little arrogant. He just <laughs> ran a studio that went into the ground. Yeah. Um, Anybody remember Lawbringers? No? Nope. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, let's have some perspective on the Gears franchise. I know this is not... There's a lot of Gears people who adore the original trilogy, as I do too, but those games had their problems as well. People only remember the good things. They don't remember the bad things. You know, they have this right. this golden view of what it used to be like in Gears because Gears 5 has some issues. And it's like, they, they forget that Gears 2, you could barely finish a multiplayer match for half of the life of that game because of lag switching and disconnects and the host advantage and all these other things that happen. So don't make it out to be like Cliffy would be some savior for the franchise. It's no, not how it works. No, they'll be fine, you know. They'll throw, you know... It's, it's like a 400-person studio. Right, yeah. And it's, it's, it's one guy, you know, and he was, you know, sure, he was the director of, you know, the ship, and but it's 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 going to be fine, you know. I, there's, you know, they're already probably working on Gear 6, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and they're, they're, they've got Gears Tactics coming out here shortly. April. April. You're going to be playing on that giant... Playing on my new PC, yeah. That's going to be awesome. Um, so it's... This is nothing. I mean, it, it happens so often in every, uh, I think, company. You know, Sony and 
you know, Microsoft, and people just move around. Well, and, you know, wait, someone mentioned, you know, Sean Layden, literally the head of PlayStation and the guy who led them through PS4 and all these great right. times where Sony left. And it's like, it doesn't mean PlayStation 5 is going to crash and burn. It'll be fine. No, everything's going to be fine. It'll be fine. You know, and, and sometimes that's what you need, you know, maybe shake it up a little bit and, you know, get some a, a fresh perspective, you know, for somebody else. You know, you never know what's going to happen. It could be crap. <laughs> it could be awesome. You have no idea. But I, I don't think it's, like, a bad sign for overall Gears of the Franchise or, or the game studios. No. It'll be fun. Oh, especially the game studios. No. I mean, they're growing like crazy and yeah. bringing in all sorts of talent. So Good question, though. Yeah, so anyway, no, I think they're going to be fun. I think you make a good point around potentially some new perspectives um, sure. can, can be a good thing for a franchise like Gears, especially when, you know, they did a lot of new things in Gears 5, but it's, there's always that weird balance. You get the people who want it more like Gears 1 always, right? Mm -hmm. Halo guys are the same way. And then you get other people, it's like, oh, Gears doesn't change enough, and it's like you can't please everyone, no. you know? you got to strike a balance. So, all right, so, uh, you know, as we talk about big departures, yeah. um one of even bigger than Rod, I would say, uh, this week was Dan Hauser. So if you're not familiar with Dan Hauser, he is one of the two Hauser brothers. And the Hauser brothers are the heads of Rockstar and have been responsible for basically every good experience you've had with a Rockstar game for the past 15 to 20 years. Yeah. So from Grand Theft Auto 3 to Vice City to San Andreas to Red Dead Redemption to Bully, um, all directed and led by the Hauser brothers. Um, they are not only the heads of Rockstar, they also write these games, direct them. I mean, they are the the foundation of these games. And in particular, Dan wrote, not you, wrote <laughs> Red Dead Redemption, uh, Bully, and he co-wrote, like I said, with some other people and his brother, all the Grand Theft Autos. So he is absolutely foundational to Rockstar. Now it is worth mentioning that he has apparently been on a hiatus from the company since spring of 2019 last year. So pretty much after they shipped Red Dead Redemption 2, he mm -hmm. went on hiatus, you know, kind of has been away from the company and they said his last day is here, uh, I think March 1st or right at the beginning of March. So really interesting and particularly with Grand Theft Auto 6 obviously probably deep into development right we uh, you know there's really no one knows when that game's coming but I would suspect if not next year definitely by 2022 mm -hmm. um, so he is one of the key people that made these Grand Theft Auto games uh, written the way they've been written and so this is uh, kind of a concern I, it go, kind of goes back to what we were saying about Rod I don't think Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be terrible because he's not there. Right. But um, this guy is definitely a big part of what has made Rockstar Rockstar for, for two decades. Yeah, man. It's like, it, it's it's tough because he wrote so many, you know, great games. And that's that's huge, you know, because the biggest thing for me for Red Dead Redemption, you know, aside from the gorgeous, you know, it, it's, it's the story. The way they're able to tell a story, it, it, that's gigantic. So... This guy taking GTA off. as well. I mean, GTA, yeah. GTA Five. The writing is yeah, it's hilarious. fantastic. You know, and so yeah, this sucks. Do I think it's going to destroy Rockstar? No, they're going to be fine because <laughs> <laughs> Rockstar prints money. Yeah, they Europa. just yeah, it could be. <laughs> what are they at? They're Thirty million for Red Dead Redemption Two, hundred and twenty, hundred and twenty million for GTA Five. That's insane. But it's GTA Online that makes them over a billion a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe you got to you got to buy the base game though. You got to have that first. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. You know, I hope it 
everything's good with him. I hope he's just doing it because he's like that's tired. Yeah, you know, it's you know, and not you know something worse. Sure. <laughs> I guess you know, but there, I, I have no idea. So hopefully he just you know he's got the money. Might as well you know enjoy yeah, the rest of your life. Yeah, he's uh, you know if they need him to consult, maybe he'll just be like, yeah, nope, not doing that either. <laughs> you know, but it it sucks. But also it's gonna be fine. Yeah. So no, I'm with you. It's just. Uh, it's kind of an end of an era, yeah. you know. You always hear about the Hauser brothers and their influence on Rockstar, so it's kind of kind of strange in that regard. So, um, what was I going to say about that? Uh, damn it, there was one last piece. Um, to your point, I hope I hope he's doing well. I, you know, in all these moves, you see these people leaving companies. I think with some of them, there are some things we don't hear about. We still don't really know what happened with Layden, right? Like right. it hasn't come out. There was definitely something else that happened sure. there. Um, but, I mean, people change jobs all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just because we love these companies and these games so much that they make, you know, we put a bigger spotlight on it when someone leaves a company or changes a job. Yeah. You know, I mean... I, well, the, the community does and the, the, the sites do, but, you know, it is... I mean, that that's the news, you know? Especially, you know, it's just like Sam Raimi, you know, who directed the Spider-Man movies, the first yeah. three. Now he's potentially directing Doctor Strange 2. You know, and that, that makes news. Now, people that don't follow this stuff are just like, I, I don't really care, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but it, it sucks because, you know, you see, you know, a guy that's brought so much joy to us, yeah. you know, through his, you know, his hard work. Um, I just hope he's all right. Everything's good, you know. Hopefully it's not like a terrible situation that we don't know about. Yeah. You know, being on hiatus for, you know, basically a year and then saying that. Eh, Hopefully he just got burnt out. I, that, said, I need a break. I, I can see it happening. Well, and Red Dead Two took like you know eight years or whatever to make. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into our normal news here. So uh, here's an interesting one right out of the gate as well. So you know, PlayStation or Sony has been rather quiet on the PlayStation Five front. Uh, they have a logo. It looks kind of like what yep. you would expect the logo to look like. Sure. And they now have a placeholder on their website saying PlayStation Five's coming this holiday. So, I mean, they're just releasing all sorts of info. Mm -hmm. But uh, they basically were interviewed. One of the vice presidents was interviewed uh, last week and basically said in in short frame, if you will, he basically said they're waiting to see how the market develops. This is a competitive industry. um, And that really they're waiting, in so many words, to see what Microsoft prices the Series X at. Right. Um, and so now you're in this holding pattern between these two companies, right? Because Microsoft's been a little more bullish this time. They've been a little more communicate, communicative. Sure. Yeah, let's go with it. Yep. Um, it's a word. Because they know, obviously, we don't have to rehash 2013 again with the Xbox One. So they're trying to be very clear about what their plans are. Um, and that we also saw a confirmation this week from someone who I do trust, uh, whether I agree with him all the time or not is, is irrelevant, but Tom Warren, who you know is a, a Microsoft kind of editor, if you will, over at The Verge, said that the full reveal for the Series X will be before E3. So they are going to do kind of the full thing, just so E3 can probably focus on games, studios, etc., right? So... It'll be interesting because everyone thought that Sony um, was going to do a, a PlayStation event in February. In fact, you know everything we saw and reported on seemed to link to that too. But based on what they're saying here, the fact that they just came out this week and said we're waiting to see what Series X does or Microsoft does with the uh, Series X, um, I don't. I don't think we're going to see a reveal event anytime soon for the PlayStation Five. No, I don't think so either. I mean, it's a really weird way to go about it. You know, I mean, you know how much. 
you have the price to that probably by now yeah. you know you know what, what what goes into it you know to make any kind of a profit if that's what you're trying to do you know where you have to be generally you know as as far as to what it's going to you know the public is going to pay for this thing i mean releasing that information now or later isn't going to matter because xbox is you know they're the same way it's like well here's our series x or whatever it is and then this is how much you know we put into it. This is how much it's going to cost. This they know this stuff. Why they don't you know come out and just you know say yeah this is how much it costs and it doesn't make any sense. I mean to me it doesn't. I mean it's not going to change the price. You know it's, it's, if they're going, if, they're, if, if Xbox comes out and says okay the Series X is going to be six hundred dollars. You know and Sony was originally saying okay well this is maybe ours is going to be four hundred but since they're six hundred we're going to raise ours to five hundred. So they don't take as much of a loss. Yeah, there. suck it. That's what I say. Just release it. You know, that's not what's going to make you money. It never has. You know, it, it's the it's what's you know if you especially it's the games. We've always talked about. This. We always say this every freaking week. Services, <laughs> games. That's what sells your stuff. If you put out a console for four hundred bucks, and this other one's sitting over here for six hundred bucks, it's going to sell more, right? P- period. It's just going to sell more because people are cheap, <laughs> generally. <laughs> All right, and and you know they've already got the base. They're gonna it's gonna sell like hotcakes, especially if it's two hundred dollars less. You know, even if it's a hundred bucks less, if it's fifty bucks less, it's still gonna be. I think it's gonna sell even same price. I mean, yeah, just, yeah it's just it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, just come out and just say it. Stop this garbage. I think because people do. people have to get ready. You know, there are people that you know maybe can only afford one of them or can't afford any of them right now. They may have to start saving money. It'd be nice to know how much they have to save by next year, you know, and it's, it's messed up, man. Just, you know, you can't come out in like September and be like, yeah, it's going to be 600 bucks. <laughs> and then like, you know, next month, you know, cause then you're going to be like, Oh, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, people like us know it's coming, right? You know, if you don't have a lot of money, you're saving already. The gamers know, right. But for right. your mass market, they're not aware of any of this stuff going on that we're talking no about. Clue. No, they're going to be like, it's going to be September. And they're going to be like, Oh man, this new PlayStation coming out. Yeah, comes out next month for six hundred. Yeah, like wait, three what? years ago, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, it's it's you gotta wait for Christmas now. Yeah. Nobody wants to wait till Christmas. You want it now? I think they're gonna. Uh, I think they are looking to undercut the price. I mean, what this screams to me, and dumb. <laughs> other than that, what this screams to me um, is that uh, I I firmly believe the Series X is more advanced. They got that. Um, who was it? The editor in chief of IGN Japan came out last week did you see this no oh he basically said he said it's absolutely clear that microsoft is um going for the power lead with the series x Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. so i think the problem is is sony at least to me and i could be making this up but i think (laughs) so just coming out yeah i mean this is just an opinion is what i mean to say is that um sony is on their back foot when have you ever seen sony since the whole playstation 4 generation since even before it launched right when they came out at e3 and said we're 399 suck it you know boom (laughs) they've been on top of the game since that point you know when have you seen sony be this complacent and kind of nervous about marketing are they nervous or are they confident that's that's the that's the I, biggest thing. But if thing. they're confident, why wouldn't they come out and say, "Here's the PS5. It's powerful. Here's how much it costs. Here's when it's coming." I mean, they, it, it, it's almost. I mean, confidence and cockiness. I guess you know, it's, it's a fine line there. You know, <laughs> yeah. so Sony has walked it both <laughs> right. sides. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's so so either they're sitting there thinking, okay, it's not going to be that big of a difference. We've seen what the Series X is. They probably know what the you know what's inside of it. I'm guessing, you know, and and vice versa. I'm sure you know they have to. You know, you can't come out and just say we're going to be more powerful when you don't know what the hell you're you're talking about. So even if the Series X is is more powerful, you know, I I I, I still live by that. You know. I, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. I think that power narrative is, for us, it's going to make a difference. But for the most, most for people... For mass market, it No, doesn't. it doesn't. No. You know, we can sit here and argue about it, but mass market, it's not going to matter. And it's going to be, I think it's going to be a much closer difference than, you know, say it is with, like, the X and the Pro. You know, they're both great machines. I love them both. But the X is just a little bit more powerful. So... I just don't know, man. You know, I, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. I don't know why they're waiting. It, I mean, you're going to be undercutting something for no reason. But that, but that's what that's what I mean. You say, I don't know why they're waiting. Sony never does this. They never wait. Yeah, they've man. always been confident in what they're doing. They, they did their PS4 reveal event in February, right, of 2013. Right. Xbox didn't do theirs till May. They were three months ahead of Xbox. The only thing I could think of is that maybe they don't have the games yet to where they can go out and put like a really decent demo because they want to probably blow people away and so does you know xbox then they did with that Hellblade Hell 2 it was yeah. nuts you know they need something on that level to come out and just in you know if you want to swing so you know maybe they're waiting for that maybe they've got a couple games because i haven't heard any of any like no the, the, the first party game i think that's what makes it interesting we talked about this i think a few weeks ago but you have um Naughty Dog, you have Last of Us 2 this year, yep. right? You have Sucker Punch with Ghost of Tsushima this year. Um, and you have um, Square, obviously, with the Final Fantasy VII remake. But that's two first party, third party, but all coming this year for PS4, mm-hmm. right? And then, as we talked about, there hasn't been enough time for their other major first party studios, like Guerrilla, right, to have anything ready for launch. So I don't think they're going to have any huge first party title at launch. I don't think so either. But, you know, then who the hell knows? You know, maybe, maybe they're being quiet for a reason. You know, they, maybe that's the reason but they there, don't want to come out. And, there, there's but, no way. But there's no reason to. You know, that that's 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 what I don't understand. Why not? I mean, with all the delays, I guess maybe they're worried about like coming out and saying this is going to be our launch title, and like you know, it's, and it not be ready. Yeah, here's you know, SOCOM. You know, SOCOM 2020. Don't get people excited now, <laughs> right? Or you know, whatever it is, and and then not be ready. You know, at launch. You know that that's. Because people are getting, you know, to the point where they're just like, you know, this is starting to piss me off. <laughs> Why are you delaying all these goddamn games? I'm super mad. They don't want to announce it. Yeah, and they don't want to announce it. I don't know. I don't think they're hurting. I don't think they're like you said. No, they'll be fine. I don't think they're going to be. They're 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 being different. <laughs> I don't know what what the hell for, but you know, maybe that's what I'm guessing. You know, they didn't go to E3, you know, last year because. They didn't really have anything new to show. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Still sucks for the fans, but you know, maybe that's they're still at that point. No, well, that, that's exactly my point. And what if it's going to take them three more months, and then maybe God of War Two's coming? Come on, come on. You know it's coming. It's, it's just coming. not coming anytime no. soon. But you know, in, in those studios like that, you know, they they they're not just always working on just one project either. Yeah. So no, I'd love to see Santa Monica. I want to see something. Yeah, Santa Monica is one of their best studios by far. I'd right. love to see them do something other than just God of War two, but not in the spite of the God of War two. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it's 
You got Halo for Series X. It's going to be mm-hmm. your launch title. And, and Forza. And probably Forza, yeah. I, I haven't, you probably know more about that than I do. I, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see that, too. No, yeah. they haven't shown it, but they've been talking about it. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. And But they could have a GT, was it, Gran, I, Gran Turismo, I, I, maybe? I, I think they're going to turn, because Polyphony Digital, who makes Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. I think they're going to turn GT Sport, because they've been evolving that game for like two years oh, yeah. now. I think they're going to turn that into a full-fledged GT7 Good, uh, to, for the PS5. It's a gorgeous game, man. I yeah, love it's that gorgeous. game. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Stop it, Sony. <laughs> Just come no, out and I show it. Start it. Start it. <laughs> Do something. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I love it. And there's not, they haven't shown anything, so there's not a whole lot to talk about there, but I want to. You know, I'm like yeah. anxious to see and talk about the PlayStation 5. We'll so. see some stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully yeah, we'll sometime see. soon. All right, but sticking on Sony real quick, uh, this is both sad and strange news at the same time. So Sony had a first-party studio, Sony Manchester, in <laughs> Manchester, England. Uh, it was a studio that they put up in 2015, and it was purely focusing on PSVR titles from a first-party perspective. And they just closed them. Uh, I couldn't get an exact count on how many people were let go. Apparently, all the jobs were just made fully redundant, which in the UK means they were just let go. They weren't offered other studio positions. They were just wiped mm. out. So I would guess, probably not a huge studio, right? I would guess anywhere in the... 40 to 80 range maybe but still bad news i hope those developers obviously find you know new jobs somewhere else um but the strange the reason i said strange is because this studio was open for nearly five years over four years never put out a title how does what how does that even make sense they're just smoking the reefer and <laughs> and skateboarding around the office that's all that was happening over there so they were like wait what are we paying these dudes for? jim ryan walked in he's like what the hell's going on in yeah. here it looked like a, you know, like Google or something. You know, people were over there just, you know, running around with their shirts off. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I'm sure that's not the case. I mean, they work hard. But, I mean, I, how do you not even have anything? Like, nothing. Not a, like, okay, this is kind of what we were working on. You know, there seemed glimpses. I wonder if they just kept changing direction and never finished anything. That could be. You know, and that could be, you know, their fault. It could be somebody else's fault. I have no idea. At first, when you said something about I thought that was the... Uh, when they did Blood and Truth, but that's not. So, no, I think they're God. so they have they have five studios in the UK, okay. and none of them are their major major studios. But this was the third of the five to shut down. So they also closed Gorilla uh, Cambridge, which was the the branch, uh, a separate studio, but as part of Gorilla that makes Horizon, obviously. Um, and then Evolution was the company that made Drive Club. You remember mm, Drive yeah, Club, and then they kind of failed out of the gate. It became a an actually pretty good game over time. But it failed out of the gate and they closed them down. So three of the five UK-based Sony first-party studios have now been shut down. So I don't know. The, the reason, one of the reasons I brought this up, which is kind of both ir- sad and ironic, is that Jim Ryan was over PlayStation Europe. Mm-hmm. He was responsible for these studios, and now he's the CEO. And he's a piece of garbage. Yeah, he's not a very good guy. Well, that's, maybe that's it. Maybe he left because... You know, that's why they failed, because he wasn't there to show them his awesome leadership. <laughs> not, okay. Yeah, I don't know. So, kind of interesting, kind of sad. I, I We have heard rumors, of course, that there's going to be a, a revised PSVR, like a 2.0 version coming for the PS5, which I would be really excited about, even though I don't play my PSVR that much. Um, it is a cool product, and mm-hmm. I, you know, it has some good experiences. So, um, we'll see. I just hope those developers land on their feet. 
So going back to studios, of course, is Ubisoft, and they came out this week and announced their release plans for the fiscal year. Uh, you know, with the end of the fiscal year, we talked about some of the things last week with the companies, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, but all these publishing companies have to talk to their investors around what they're going to release so they can obviously, you know, get their money in line and see what they're going to be making. So Ubisoft came out and said they're going to be releasing five titles before the end of the fiscal year, which of course is March 31st, 2021, so before April 1st of next year. And uh, we knew all these, four of them, but the fifth one's kind of a surprise. So Watch Dogs Legion, which got delayed, but we know is probably coming this fall, I would presume. Yeah. Uh, Gods and Monsters, the one they showed at E3 that needed some more time. Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is more of a smaller title. Assassin's Creed, they didn't say Ragnarok, but it's like the worst kept secret in gaming right now, right? Yes. Assassin's Creed coming this fall. But they said Far Cry. Um... And that's kind of surprising because I think we all thought that Ubisoft was going to take time off of Far Cry after 5 didn't do as well as they had hoped. And then they came out with New Dawn, uh, you reviewed, I believe, right? Which was like a $40 title. It was kind of a smaller Far Cry experience. But they've kind of saturated the whole Far Cry formula. And so I don't know how in the next year they're going to release a AAA Far Cry that feels new. I hope I know because the last like four of them have been the same. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Except for except for what was the other? What was the one they went back? And, and the, which, what was the Far Cry? The prehistoric one? Oh, Primal. Primal. Yeah, yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that and that again was a half baked effort, right? Because yeah. it was the same map as Far Cry Four. Pathetic. <laughs> you but use so, different yeah. words than I do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. New <laughs> Dawn was you know Far Cry Five. You know they just. It was the same area, basically. It took it just took place way in the future, so it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going if they're going to continue the story. You know, of, you know what happened after that, or or go apocalyptic. If yeah, you, will. they really need to just go somewhere different. You know, I I when Far Cry the originals came out, like Far Cry one and two. I mean, I remember having to. I I built my PC, and it was. Everything it took to run that game. Yeah, it was gorgeous know, and, at the time. Right, and it just the individual blades of grass. It was so unique, really cool concept, you know. And they expanded on it. They got better as they went on. And then they kind of plateaued at one point, and then it's just like, yeah, we're just going to keep doing this over and over again. Just kind of reskin everything. Yeah, they really didn't shake the, it up at all. No, you know, Far Cry Three, I think it was. That was with Voss. That was probably my favorite still. I think many people. Yeah, yeah. and and. Four was just like meh. <laughs> Five was meh. Everything was meh. You know, it's it's not bad. They're not bad games. They're just the same game. So I mean, and there's something to be said for you know familiarity. You know, with these things. You know, that's and I'll play them because you know I kind of like that that feeling. Assassin's Creed is kind of the same way anymore. You know, they're they're getting a little bit better. They improve these small little areas, but for the most part, it's the same thing. You know, and that's more for that game and that series. It's more of a I like to see the story from sure. you know, just see how it goes and how it connects to everything else. But with that being said, you know, well, do something. It, it's kind of strange too because we just heard last week or a couple weeks ago, right, that Ubisoft was redoing their whole way they develop these games so that they're more unique and less Ubisofty. Yeah, um, Ubisofty. So yet now we're hearing Far Cry's coming in the next year. So I don't know. Maybe they've been working on it with a different team for a while, and they are mixing it up. I guess we'll see. But yeah, man. Found it interesting. Cool. Uh, 
so uh, this is a we'll take it as a rumor, but this is um, coming from someone who does uh, kind of have uh, information and has talked about these things before. So Breath of the Wild 2 moving over to the Switch. You know, they showed a quick preview of it last year and said it's coming. And the plan, from what we understand now, this is from uh, Spiel Times journalist and Nintendo insider Sabi, Sabi, Sabi. Sure. Sure. Yep. Samsonite. Um, <laughs> he is saying that Breath of the Wild 2 was planned for this holiday to basically be the huge title, as we all expected, right, to go against uh, the launch of the new consoles for the Switch, but that it's not going to make it. That there's just too much development still left to do. And that instead, that's going to be a 2021 title now, and that uh, the new Paper Mario will be the big kind of first party title for the Switch in this fall. I'm shocked. <laughs> right. The game that's being delayed? The game's being delayed. It's garbage. Gosh. Well, they should have delayed Breath of the Wild 1, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. It's a port. <laughs> <laughs> it was. People don't realize that. They think yeah. it's a Switch game. It's no. a port. It was a Wii U game. Yeah, I mean, you can't delay that. That's terrible. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I'm sure, uh, well, from the, because um, Bert was kind of our guy here on the Zelda right. front, right? I don't know enough about it, but from the video they showed, it almost looked like kind of like a Majora's Mask to an Ocarina of Time type title transition. Not like a full-fledged sequel, but no, like no. a, you know, a, I don't know what you would call it, but a, an offshoot. Right. Um, so I don't know if, if that's going to change. If, if I don't really know what the plan is for Breath of the Wild 2. I mean, we all know that Breath of the Wild is a highly appraised, highly praised game that many people love. So I'm sure they want to take their time and get two right. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, eventually you're going to have all these delays, and then they're all going to come out at the same time. <laughs> you know, or it's just like you know. So eventually this will this will, I think, fix itself. Because you know you, you got say you got five games that are supposed to come out over these next five months. Well, they all get pushed back, you know, six months each. So those are pushed back. All this stuff that's happening now. All the stuff that's already pushed right. back is yes, exactly. So eventually, it's just going to be like, oh well, now we're just going to be playing delayed games for the next four or five years. Forever. Yeah, forever. That's, forever. Yeah, we should be fine. Yeah. Don't screw this up. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't. There better not be a gap. Really, something that we can do. You know. Well, I'm. I'm actually more excited about the thought of a new Paper Mario than I am Breath of the Wild too. Well, that's because you're dumb. No. <laughs> well, I mean that's debatable. But. <laughs> no, Paper Mario is all right. It's a good game. Um, good game. But yeah, I mean, jeez, gosh, man, it's just, it's so frustrating. <laughs> Every time we do this, it's like, hey, what's going to get delayed this week? So we should just yeah, make we, that a section. I was just gonna say we <laughs> yeah. should make a segment called delay, you know, yeah. something delayed. Yeah, make like a cool like graphic. <laughs> delay. <laughs> Jeez Louise, I'm getting tired of it. Yeah. Oh well. Not surprising. Nope, not at all. So a couple uh, company updates to touch on. Uh, this one's real quick. I just thought we'd mention is Capcom is uh, crushing it. Is exactly what I wrote here. So. Their fiscal <laughs> results. Uh, we were just talking about it. They showed the best quarter in company history and a 37% year-over-year growth in digital revenue, uh, driven mostly by Monster Hunter World, uh, and obviously the Iceborne expansion, Resident Evil 2 Remake, and Devil May Cry 5. So, um, and you know, they're coming into this year already with Resident Evil 3 Remake, which we know is gonna sell like hotcakes, mm -hmm. and uh, potentially, from what we've heard, I'm sure it'll get delayed, yeah. Resident Evil 8 coming later this year. So. Capcom, and you know, at the beginning of this generation, a lot of us were getting frustrated with Capcom because they were just doing cheap remasters and ports, and they seemed to just there was eight thousand Mega Man's. Yeah, they just yeah. didn't seem to really know what the hell they were doing, and they have all these fantastic IPs, 
Um, but in the past couple of years, they've they've turned it on. Um, they've delivered basically hit after hit. I mean, yep. Resident Evil 7, Monster Hunter World, Devil May Cry 5, Resident Evil 2 Remake, they're all just top quality games. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Yeah. And then this is... <laughs> I read this one this morning uh, before recording, and I was like, wait, what? And I had to actually go into the patent to read this because it's kind of bizarre. But Sony has submitted a patent that, in the short of it, would allow in-game transactions, microtransactions, to take place if a player gets stuck in a game. So basically, they're trying to patent if, uh, say, you're playing Dark Souls or, for instance, then you can't get past a boss, right? Mm-hmm. You could have a microtransaction that we don't really know, but in theory could do something to your character, to the boss, to whatever, that would help you overcome that challenge like like an invincibility spell or something uh, whatever it is. you know they're obviously they're not it's not detailed but that's essentially what the patent is calling out and so people's minds were running wild with this one like oh god this sounds disastrous right because then you know worst case scenario and i'm sure this won't happen but of course people are already jumping to the conclusion of now they're going to make you know make certain parts of games almost unbeatable unless you you know pay for this it's kind of like what they what people were worried about with um, like uh, progression, mm-hmm. like I can't progress in this game without spending real money, you know. And we've kind of seen that to some degree in a oh, few sure. titles, you know. Yep. Um, so I, I don't know, kind of a weird patent to see jump out, uh, you know, before the next gener- generation kicks off. Yeah, I would have paid, you know, twenty, thirty more extra dollars for a journey uh, just to get past a couple places. If I didn't have to do it at all. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I want to beat this game. I just don't want to play it. Yeah, I really don't want to play it. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I potentially you could see that, you know, where it's like, okay, we're going to lock this behind a paywall, you know, but not really lock this behind a paywall. You know, that could get a little bit tricky, I think. You know, I mean, I, I'm all for, you know, if it's a single-player game and, you know, people want to spend... Like Assassin's Creed had, you know, the extra XP. Yeah, you use the yeah. progression on that. Right? Yeah, Odyssey. I mean, yeah, for Odyssey. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and and that's, you know, and that helped out quite a bit actually. You know, so I mean, it didn't, it didn't, but it it wasn't so egregious where it felt like you were almost cheating. It's just because that was a grindy game. It was grindy. Uh, I I I mean, well, I, I didn't hundred percent in uh, the achievements, but I I did. I hundred. I finished the whole game. I did right. all the what are the bounty things you could do? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kill that. I, I did all of that. I did all the arena, and I did level yeah. fifty. I did all that without that progression. Right. And, and that, yeah, it just takes forever. It's like Ninety hours. Yeah, it's nuts. So I mean, if that's gonna shave off a little bit of time for me, fine with that. This, it's it's fine, I guess. You know, for people, it just but you just gotta be careful. You just gotta you make sure that that's, you know, I'm not sure why you have to patent that. Oh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I guess we'll see how this gets implemented, if it ever gets implemented. I mean, patents get thrown around all the time that are never used. Now, what if it, what if it says, you know, what if it means, like, if you get, like, stuck in a rock? <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay us yeah, to, get to get the out. other half of you out of this wall <laughs> that's inside the wall. That so, would be cool. I, yeah. will, I have a feeling that uh, players will keep Sony in check here, yeah. or any company that tries to do oh, this, for sure. not just Sony. Um, I don't think developers either are going to be like, yeah, let's put in this really, really super hard thing yeah. just to make sure we make a little bit extra money <laughs> on the side. You know, 
I know people would have used it on uh, the last Valkyrie in God of War. Oh, for sure. Did you beat? Did you beat the last Valkyrie? I didn't beat the first Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I did. Cause you have to. But I think you do. I beat one, maybe two. Because there's what? There's, I want to say there's maybe twelve. Maybe twelve, and then there's the queen. Yeah, and the no, and people the struggled like hell with the queen. Nope. I remember. I remember Bird texting me. He's like, he's like, dude, I can't wait for you to fight the queen because he was ahead of me. And I was like, all right. And I, I'm not. I'm not. Staying, I'm fantastic at games, but I beat it on like the, I want to say third try, maybe. She killed me twice. And he's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it was like a Dark Souls boss, really. That's what it felt like. Nope. Yeah. It was tough. Hard pass. But anyway. All right. Couple, uh, a couple final updates for a few games here. So Bleeding Edge, we mentioned it earlier, comes out in March 24th. Not a lot of uh, press about that right now, but I wanted to mention it because I have played it. It's a really, really fun game. Uh, very colorful, very... Um, has a lot of character and there's a beta next weekend it's a closed beta i think you can get in if you pre-order the title it is coming to game pass but if you pre-order you get a bunch of pre-order bonuses as well as access to two betas there's one next weekend there's one at the beginning of march and just if you are interested in this game pay attention to their channel because i think what they said is every week up until march they're going to do a a character profile so the first one just came out today for one of the characters was going to tell you about the character what their move set is how they work etc. Very similar to what was done with Overwatch and titles like that. So, if you're interested in Bleeding Edge, check it out. Mm. Yep. Not your type of game. I'm going to tell you something. If this thing succeeds, it will be 90% because it's on Game Pass. Mm. Because it's just, there's nothing, man. There's you, no buzz about this nothing. game. Nothing. Yeah, it no. sucks. You know, because I love Ninja Theory. You know, It's a cool game, It too. looks really cool. It's a cool now, game. Now, it's... it's I'm going to try it out because it's on Game Pass, and maybe I like it. I don't know. But that it, it really needs something. You know, they got to come out, and, and, and they've talked about it at their, you know, their XO, and they, it just seems like it's always, you know, it's so, it's multiplayer only. So it's, yes. you know, you're, you're cutting out a chunk of people that aren't going to play it right off the bat. Um, I want to say it's got, like, Lawbreakers written on it, but it almost does. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It's like the, the, the bottom is Lawbreakers, the top is Overwatch. Right. You, where Where is it going to land? <laughs> right. And it, it could. It could just blow people away. Um, but like I said, Game Pass is going to be huge for this one, I think. I think so, it'll definitely help the population. Now, they've, they've got to come out of the gate with some sort of system and a game to keep people playing. Right. Um, because otherwise you're going to see this, this spike, and it's just going to collapse. Right. You don't want to, you know, see a thieves that... You know, for sure. Thieves has made a comeback. Though. It did. It did. Yeah. You're right. you it took a while, though. Right. You don't want to wait a whole year. I think, yeah. you know, with the right marketing plan, with the right, you know, in-game strategy as far as what's going to keep people in the game, you could potentially do something. Yeah. But not hold my breath, unfortunately. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. Yep. And then uh, just Modern Warfare update. Season 2 is coming next week as you're listening to this. The details of Leech, you can find them on our site. Uh, so you've got Operator, a couple new guns, you know, new items to unlock, etc. Everything you would expect. Uh, just wanted to mention, and for our listeners, if you may know, is the Battle Pass for Season 1 has been out for a while, obviously. There's a new one coming for Season 2. But I've heard nothing but negative things about it. Like, Fantastic. you think all these games that have Battle Passes now, I mean, they all have them. You know, Apex, I was playing Smite last night, that has a Battle Pass now. Uh-huh. Um but uh, they say it's just incredibly grindy. Like, it's really designed for those Call of Duty players who play Call of Duty, not the people who play a couple matches, you know, a day or, you know, a few matches a week with friends or something like that. So I'd love to hear, because I didn't buy it, so I don't really know. I haven't played Modern Warfare in a little bit, actually. Um, but I'd love to know 
I know you didn't get the battle pass for no, it. No, no. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to mention it. If you're looking for details, you're still playing Modern Warfare and liking it, uh, the details are on the site, and you can check that out. So in terms of what we've currently been playing, um, I've heard this Dark Crystal game is not up to snuff. It's like it was it was made 20, 30 years ago, man. I mean, it's so... Like, here's the thing. They delayed that game. Yeah. I'm not sure what they did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there playing it. I'm like, what did you have to delay this for? Because this is a game... It's it's, it's an R, you know, RTS. It's kind of turn, tactical turn-based. XCOM kind of like thing. Yeah. No voices. It's all text. Okay. Which I don't get because they have an entire movie... That this is basically based off of, or, or series on Netflix. They could have just ripped the damn voices off of there and thrown them on there because they're saying the exact same things. <laughs> it's basically like playing the Netflix series, except worse, because the Netflix series was good. Um, it's it's they're small little battles, tiny ones. You know, maybe three or four versus three or four. Like um, and scenes. Mario and Rabbids type small. That's way better. This is way better than this one. This one, this one, this one's just. No, I meant, so... I meant the size of the battle. Oh no, those, that one was bigger. I think those they had the first of all the area was much much bigger. And to be fair, I've only like played like seven or eight of these uh, encounters. Yeah, but they're all in the very very small area. Um, there's just not much to it. It seems like the mechanics are really straightforward. Yeah. How much it, was the game? It was only twenty bucks. I can't even. Only, recommended I mean, right now for 20 bucks I mean it was it's so old <laughs> it just I don't know what it is it's like you know what it kind of feels like the original XCOM but even the original XCOM was cool and much much bigger and had a lot more going on um, I'm talking about like you know UFO Defense 1994 you know, <laughs> Micro Pros XCOM that's the one I whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's where I'm going with that one that's that that game entirely better than this the same same thing you know you got your squares you know, you've got your healer, you've got your hero, you've got your magic user, you've got your rogue, and then that's it. And then you run around. So it sounds like it's an, R an RTS for, like, a six-year-old. Yes. It'd be perfect. Yeah. If they could read, you know, because <laughs> nobody talks, <laughs> even though they have the voices. Wow. It's, 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 that's disappointing. It's really disappointing, because I'm a huge Dark Crystal fan. I love the original. I love the Netflix series. I was really looking forward to this game. I have no idea why they delayed it. I'm trying to, like find something in it. Maybe they added a whole bunch of missions, which probably would only take them a month or so because there's not much to it. Um, it's just it's so many missed opportunities in such a small span of time. It's just crazy to me. Wow. But, yeah. It, that, that sucks. That's really all I've been playing too because I haven't had a whole lot of time to do anything else. Finish this or journey. Oh, I finished Wolfenstein. Youngblood. Young yeah. Blood. Yeah, that was... You, you ranted about that last week. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> have a heart attack. All right. All right. Um, How about you, man? Well, there. Yeah. So, uh, got my new PC this week. Um, we're recording it on it <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Hopefully the episode right, comes out all right. Right here, we need to pause it and just look at the setup. <laughs> that we had to it's kind of a mess, up. but... It's um, awesome. Yeah, so anyway, um, I haven't had... The PC I built for editing, but it's it's very powerful, and so got back into one of my favorite games, which is World of Tanks. And I know nobody talks about that game. It has a has a huge community. A lot of it's in Europe, you know. Mm. Um, North America, it, it still has a big community, but it's it's a very dedicated community on the PC side only. The console World of Tanks community is pretty damn small. 
Um, and that's for good reason. The PC version is just, it's its the only way to play the game. And I, I, I don't think I ever say that about PC and console games, but in this case, it's true. So I've gotten back into that, and um, God, it's its fun. That game is just, that game is, it's, it's on a different level. It's like, uh, it's a very unique game. Um, if you like strategic games and you like a challenge in the sense of learning curve, the learning curve for that game is absurd. It just takes, there's so, everything you do in that game, every time you touch a key can make a difference on the outcome of the match. And um, it's it can be stressful, but it can also be, it's like it can be terrible and you can be madly frustrated, but it's also that game when things go right, it's like euphoric. You know, it's like every once in a while you have one of those matches where the match like finishes and you're just like on cloud nine. So I don't think it's the game for you. I've played it. On the console. Yeah, see, yeah. started wrong to begin with. Right. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I didn't have a PC at the time when I first tried. It was free. I was like, i got to try this It out. is a free game to play, but it is one of those games where your progression and unlocking tanks and everything and just playing matches, especially if you're not good. So it's a weird thing because if you're not good at the game, That's me. after every match, you have to repair your tank. Right. And if your tank, get, the more it gets damaged, or especially if you die, it costs more in-game money to fix your tank. Mm-hmm. And so you're really only making money if you're, if you're doing okay. But you can, you can overcome that partially by doing World of Tanks Premium, which is paid. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's how they make their money. Bastards. Yeah, that's how they make their money. So um, it, it can be an expensive game to play if you play long term for sure. But I, I do recommend it just because it's super unique and, and just the strategy. I, I can't really talk enough about it. I think one of these days I might have to do an article on it. But to do so, I'd have to do it credit because there are some people who are complete diehards with this game. To give you perspective, uh, you'd be get called out, called out so bad. Oh yeah, they they rip my article apart. Like there's there's like tons of World of Tanks articles, and somebody, one's gonna pop up on their feed and go, "Oh hey, finally I get to read that son of a." <laughs> he has no idea what he's no talking idea about. Saw. So I've played. I checked yesterday. I've played twenty six hundred battles, right? Twenty six hundred matches, and that is by far considered a new player. It's not even in the realm wow. of being an experienced player. I played three. <laughs> people um, have uh, there are people with over 100,000 matches um, the game has been around for 10 years the beta for World of Tanks was 10 years ago believe it or not that's nuts yeah so it's been around that long and um, see this is this is where you come into you know 100,000 hours you know, no matches matches okay well, well, so yeah. as long as the match Ma- matches anywhere from 5 to 10 minutes typically. oh okay that's, a, that's, yeah. that's still a lot that's still a lot that's a yeah. ton yeah and there's probably people with more than that. I just I know some people. Some of, some of the guys I've linked up with on the game itself have you know twenty, thirty, forty thousand. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nuts. But like I said, that community is 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 unique, and the game is unique. And if you've never played it and you have a PC, don't play it on console. Uh, give it a try. It's it's crazy. Sure. Uh, I've been playing Journey to the Savage Planet as nice. well. Um, I was playing that before my PC came because my PC just came on Friday, and um, I'm I'm loving it. I'm really, really liking that game. It's funny. It's pretty. Um, it's the mechanics are good. <laughs> I know you said it gets, you know, the, it it gets this right. difficulty curve later on that I don't think I've gotten to yet. I beat the first boss. I'm a, I'm passing to the next part of the world there, and I'm exploring, and uh, I'm still really enjoying it. I'm I'm curious to get to where you saw this spike to see if I continue to enjoy it. Right. It's it's, yeah. it's it comes relatively late in the game. Like you, you know, you play at the mechanics, 
and they feel really good. Yeah, you know, it's smooth. You know, during the whole thing, until you really need to be faster with them, and then you start realizing that these mechanics aren't meant for that speed okay. and what you're trying to do, like jumping at the same time doing this at the same time you know, right after that. You know, it's it's the it's those combo moves that you're eventually going to get to the point. Maybe maybe you won't. Maybe it's just me and my slowness. But yeah. you know, it, it, that's what really frustrated me because I wasn't expecting that. I was like, okay, let's continue to do this. Maybe mix it up a little bit. You know, but it just got to the point where I was just so frustrated. I was yeah cramping up, which man. is a shame because you you really liked it. Otherwise, I, yeah, otherwise I loved yeah. it. I thought it was hilarious. It is funny. The ads are crazy. I've only watched a couple of them, but oh, they are man. hilarious. Like the guy, whoever that CEO is, of, yeah, uh, that's not even the best. You you didn't see the meat buddy. Have you seen Meat no, Buddy? I oh my gosh, Meat Buddy. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll go. I've got like six, you know, you probably have your email there. box. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have one of the first one, ones. Yeah. yeah, we'll watch Meat Buddy. All right. And then, um, so now that I have the PC, I was on installed Steam, and I was looking at Dis- Disco Elysium the other night, and I, I didn't buy it yet, but I think I'm going to. Yeah, I'm, 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 that's the game I want to get back into okay. a little bit more, because I, I keep wanting to go back. I'm sitting there watching, looking at my PC, like, I need to go over there, but I kind of want to set my recliner. So it is, that's know. the thing that's slowing me down. It is confirmed for PS4 and Xbox One this year. Oh, man. That's why I'm like, do I want to buy it now when I can... But you know what? This this one is another game that kind of leads, lends itself more to... Because it's really not... It's, it's really simple, right? It's it's very text-based. Very okay. text-based. Yeah. So, so, I mean, actually... And it's an isometric perspective, right? Right. So it's it's very Diablo like, yeah. you know, moving around and stuff, but it's very texty. Okay, <laughs> you know, so texty. <laughs> it's a texty. So and the, the other thing I was thinking too is, yeah, it's coming to consoles later, but later this year, after next month, once it kicks up, mm. I'm gonna have more games yeah. anyway. So this maybe is a good it's a one, good man. period the That's next exactly seven weeks to too. play it. Yep. So I gotta get back into it. Yeah, so I'll probably buy that later today. Let's be honest. Good so, yeah, so I didn't realize it was still forty bucks. I was thinking, oh, it's been out. There'll be a sale. No, nope, it's forty bucks. It was a sale on it. Maybe uh, I missed it. Damn it. Yeah, probably during the holidays, right? So anyway, but um, yeah, it's been fun, man. It's been fun getting back onto the PC. I've got that thirty-four inch ultra wide, which is just bonkers. It's gross. Um, the other day, I, I, I think I sent you the picture, right? I was editing an article. I was on Twitter. And I had a YouTube video playing all on the same screen. It was awesome. I was nice. like, what? getting used to this. So I used to edit on my laptop. Everything. Everything for season gaming, I edit on a laptop, yep. which is a 17-inch screen. And now I'm working on this 34-inch ultra-wide. And it's like, it's changed my life. So, <laughs> shout-out to... Uh, Tears. Shout out to Jordan, who uh, is actually still a contributor at Season Gaming. He hasn't written anything in a while, but he's the one. He's a big PC gaming guy. Um, and he's the one. I, I bought a 32-inch curved... BenQ monitor, and he's like, "Dude, you got to go ultra wide. Trust me." And so I had two monitors sitting here in my house before my computer even came. Um, but uh, I thanked him yesterday. I said, "You know what? You were right. This is amazing." So gross. And that Red Dead picture just gosh, it has me tempted. I mean, just buy it. I think it's on sale. If it's on sale. You need to buy it. Because I, mean, I haven't spent enough on Red Dead just stuff do it. already. Thirty bucks. I mean, who cares? It's just to see it. Just to see it. 30 bucks to see it. I mean, I would. <laughs> I have. I've got it on two different consoles. You're, you're, your, own, you're your own creature, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So what we got coming up here? Um, as always, guys, um, if, you, if you know enjoy listening to us, hit that like button. Hit the uh, comment button. Let us know what we're doing well. Hell, if we're doing things bad, tell us. We're open to feedback. 
Yeah, then we'll make fun of you behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Look what Tell those us. guys said. Yeah, we'll do it differently. It's okay. So um, we've got some things coming. So Journey to the Savage Planet review. Your review is up on the site. Yep. Check that out. Uh, the article from Carl, who I introduced at the start of the show, is up on the site. It's featured right now. That's the history of the console and uh, the, I forget the exact title, but history of the gaming console and where the future is headed. So like I said, tremendous, tremendous article, a lot of detail. Check that out. Uh, as you're listening to this too on our YouTube channel, um, Bert actually did a new video. We were working with a company whose product is not even out yet called Dragon Grips. And these are new uh, grips for your controller that basically kind of wrap on. And you know the Elite 2 has that built-in right. kind of perforated. It basically adds kind of like that to your PS, your DualShock 4 or your Xbox One controller. So it kind of seals in around, you know, the handles and, kind of wrap around and the back. Yeah. Um, Bert really, really liked. We had a preview of the product, meaning it's not the final cut that's going to be going mm -hmm. to stores. It's going to stores supposedly this month. Nice. Um, but he allowed us to test it out, film a preview video, and that video is done. So definitely go check that out. This is something that if you use a normal Xbox One controller or a normal DualShock 4, you may be interested because it's going to be a, a cheaper kit than uh, most of them, but really high quality. Yeah. So And I believe, uh, I'll double check on this, but uh, the gentleman that we're working with who runs his company who's building this does things for charities for uh, disabled kids. Perfect. And so I think... Don't quote me, I'll double check, but I think some of the uh, revenue and the profits are going to be going to uh, to help kids like that too. So, Sweet. again, all good stuff that we like to focus on. So, um, other than that, I want to close out. Stay tuned. We actually, um, not stay tuned to this podcast, but <laughs> stay tuned to Season Wait Gaming after. because we have some uh, more surprises coming. Some more good news coming down the line here shortly. And uh, new videos, new articles, bunch of good stuff in the works. I'm really, really excited about. So, as always... Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. And uh, see you with episode 93 next week. 93. <laughs> <laughs>